Hi everyone, and welcome to Raspberry Rock ASMR with me, Alicia. I can take or leave Valentine's Day. Generally, I don't celebrate it with my partner as I don't need a special day to profess my love. I feel quite confident that our love is celebrated every day of the year. That's a pretty amazing feeling. However, it wasn't always like that. Let's go back to elementary school, in which there was an abundance of Valentine's Day cards being exchanged, but each year I wanted a Valentine's Day card from a particular individual and never got it. My young heart was crushed. In high school, you could send secret Valentines to someone. This just ended up being a popularity contest and was in no way enjoyable for those least popular. I bravely sent one to a person I had a secret crush on. Of course, I never received one in return and later found out that the person sent one to my best friend. I was absolutely devastated with a mini drama unfolding between myself and my friend who had no interest in that person, but I was convinced something was going on. I look back on those years and I shake my head. All I yearned for was to be loved and to love. Turns out those people I had crushes on weren't all they were cracked up to be, so I'm pretty thankful I was spared any heartache. There are several variations of how Valentine's Day, the day of romance, came about, with all of them associated with love. In recent years, I have come across people that totally reject Valentine's Day for whatever reason, some may label them as the Lonely Hearts Club, which is unfortunate that we automatically jump to assumptions on their outlook. It doesn't help that some stores are packed to the gills with Valentine's Day chocolates, cards, and paraphernalia, commercializing the day in a big way. The day itself has morphed into big business. We have ourselves to blame for this. Valentine's Day, in a way, has brought about the dark side of love for some of us. It can act as a reminder that we are not deserving of love. This is unfortunate, and this is the reality of some of us in our outlook and mindset. Do you have a tendency to focus more on what is wrong with you? Such as, I wish I didn't have dimples, or I wish I was taller, or why am I so clumsy, or why am I so dot dot dot, you fill in the blank. If I was more of this and less of that, then I would be more deserving of dot dot dot, you fill in the blank. I still go on about myself. I'm too sensitive, too shy, too short, etc, etc. When someone gives me a compliment, I don't know how to graciously receive it. I'm so gobsmacked by it that instead of simply saying thank you, I sort of mumble my way through a response. My partner pointed this out to me when he was paying me a compliment and suggested I simply say thank you. This year, that's what I have started to do, and it feels so weird and awkward. I reflected on what he said to me, and I thought to myself, actually, I asked myself, why don't you feel deserving enough to receive such praise by another person, or more importantly, yourself? I was caught up in the judgment mentality 
of being the supremo inner critic. I've been doing it for so many years that it has become the norm. I know no different. I was out with a friend one evening, and the conversation turned to the feeling of being deserving of love, self-worth, and kindness. Depending on past or present experiences, we may not necessarily feel we are deserving of happiness, good fortune, or even well-being. Let's turn our minds to this sense of deserving by offering kindness to ourselves first and foremost. It may seem awkward at first, but it should be part of our daily kindfulness practice that is done often. It's almost like you are rekindling a relationship with yourself. If this is the case, we need to realize that relationships take work. There certainly is a lot of information out there on how to build positive relationships with people, but what about the most important one within ourselves? If we have that solid foundation within us, then those relationships we forge around us should be positive as well. Let's be realistic here that not every single relationship we have in our lives will be sunshine and roses. Bringing back the attention to us, what we need to ask is what does a healthy relationship look like and feel like? For me, it's embracing all of me, my strengths, weaknesses, and everything in between. I love that I have quiet inner strength, but with that comes also the need to find my voice and express my voice so I don't get lost in meetings or workplace conversations or out there in the great big world. John Duffy, a clinical psychologist, explains, quote, it means simply considering yourself every day, end quote. This includes consideration of self-love, self-care, and self-respect. I know I keep on about this notion of kindfulness, but I firmly believe kindness is part of a healthy bond with yourself. Another area I go on about is cultivating well-being within yourself. Part of your relationship with you is connecting with the sweet spots of what enables your body, mind, and spirit to thrive. This could be as simple as assessing your needs. A good starting point is thinking about your quality of sleep. Do you get enough? And if not, why not? And how do you create space for this basic care? The same considerations could be applied to exercise. Too little? Too much? What about the food you consume? Is it nutritious or serving another purpose that really doesn't serve you? In your relationship, do you experience a happy moment every day? Happy moments do not have to be big, elaborate occasions. They can be a sniff of an uplifting essential oil or snuggling with your pet or a walk down the street. Happy moments enhance emotional wellness and it just feels good. A couple of weeks ago, I made an essential oil called Clear the Clutter. It has a citrusy scent that I find very uplifting. Since I've made it, I purposely put a dab on my wrists and the back of my neck each morning before I head out the door. A slow, gentle smile spreads across my face, bringing me a happy sense of joy. 
a little thing to start the day off right for me. Become more self-aware of your inner self. Do a check-in of why you are feeling a certain way, or maybe why you are acting a certain way. I know within myself I can feel irritable if I do not feel well-rested. I make a point of going to bed a little bit earlier that evening as part of my self-care. Try your best to carve out time for you and you alone, if only for a few minutes. Maybe your daily commute is your time. I have been known to do stretches in a bathroom stall if I'm crunched for some me time or just need to recharge. Encourage inner peace. For some, this can be done through meditation. If meditation isn't your jam, consider sitting quietly and listening to the natural rhythm of your breath. Let the flow of your breath soothe you. Over time, your relationship may change, and that's okay. Maybe new habits are worth adopting, and other habits or behaviors need to be dropped as they no longer serve you. As I get older, I have come to realize that it's the more simple things in life that bring me joy and feed my soul. Material things do not bring me that same sense of joy and really only made me happy for a fleeting moment. Some may call this immediate gratification. I call it needlessly spending money, but that's just my perspective. In your relationship with yourself, there also needs to be dialogue within yourself. This means telling the ego to take a bit of a vacation. I tried once to talk out loud to myself while staring in the mirror. It was awkward, though for some it may be quite natural. Notice your inner conversations. Are there times when you're talking to yourself in capital letters, which I interpret as screaming? Pause for a few beats. Do a scan of your body. Is it full of tension? Is your breathing short and shallow? Do you feel frazzled? You know what you need to do. Breathe. Slow it down. Let the next words to yourself be filled with compassion and kindness. Shaming and blaming yourself will do little for your own self-worth. Build yourself up using gentle actions. We also need to get over this notion of taking care of ourselves as being considered selfish. I definitely felt my share of guilt if I didn't give it my all to my children when they were younger. I soon realized that I was of no good to them if I didn't intentionally look after and ensure some type of care for me. This meant putting me first when the opportunity presented itself. As I look back, it really helped balance my outlook as a parent. On this upcoming Valentine's Day, why not celebrate you with a short self-love meditation such as this one? Gently close your eyes. Listen to the natural inhale and exhale of your breath. Imagine a soft pink light surrounding your entire being like a billowing cloud. Gently place your left hand over top of your heart.
bringing awareness to its lovely beat. Let your inner voice whisper, may I be filled with love. May I be filled with happiness. May I be filled with well-being. May I be filled with inner peace. Breathe. Slowly open your eyes and smile. Feel that smile permeate throughout your entire body. Always remember you are worthy of love. Wishing you a wonderful rest of the week, my friends. Mm-hmm.